the Palm Sunday. Jerusalem is filled with joy. Bless the one who comes in the name of the Lord. They are dancing, singing, throwing everything in front of the king who is coming in the city. Big crowd, big sound all around the city. A week later, Jerusalem killed the king. It's amazing how we are fast to rejoice for the blessing of the Lord. But how much faster we turn to him, our back. It's amazing me how we are so fast forgiving what God is doing for us. Ah. God knows us. And that's why he sent us the Holy Spirit so we can, by him, receive help to follow Jesus and keep following him. This morning, the Lord has gave me a message. Follow me. And I'm asking him to help me. First, to speak the tongue and English very well <laughs> with my French flavor. <laughs> my daughter said to me many times, don't send anything in writing in English without I see it. <laughs> I said, honey, I cannot do that. They will not believe it's me. <laughs> I have to keep my French flavor. The Lord made me like this. <laughs> I want to keep it. So rejoice in it. <laughs> Be blessed in the flavor of who we are. And this morning, we are so precious for him. We are so loved by him. If we can only Hear their heartbeat of God for us. I have a thought when I was worshiping the back. I said, maybe I will ask my son to play the heartbeat of God on the drum. Came close to ask him to do that. But it's okay, I will not ask him to do that. <laughs> but I will ask the Holy Spirit to open you here this morning to hear the heartbeat of God. So let's be silent for a few seconds and focus and hear 
is love. Here is tenderness. Here also is sorrow. Because Isi has having so a hard time to be free to follow him. Here, the heartbeat of God that saying to us, I'm here. I'm here to help you. Be faithful in me. I am here to help you. I knock at the door of your heart. Let me enter this morning. I would like to have a a time with you. I want to share about how to follow me this morning. Do you hear my heartbeat for you? You will not have a screen today. Just the symbol of who we are and who we serve. The cross the lever, pitcher, the, the crown. Christ centered, empowered by the Holy Spirit. Mission focus. It's who we are called to be. But for that, we need to follow. For that, we need to follow Him. Luke chapter 9, verse 57 to 62. So I give you permission to open your uh, cell phone just for the Bible. Verse hmm. 57. As they were walking along the road, a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. That man who said that to Jesus, all of us, we did it. That sentence. All of us, we said, we will follow you. Is it someone who did not say that to Jesus here? Raise your hand. I will help you to follow him. <laughs> I'm glad no one raised his hand. <laughs> hey, that's the French uh, character. We like to go in the heart of the people because we are 
we are a heart. <laughs> the French culture is the heart. We are so passionate. But I need the English culture. <laughs> the head, we think. <laughs> I will follow you wherever you go. It's awesome how Jesus answered to him. He replied, Folks have dance and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. All of us, we have a place to stay. All of us, we have an email address or an address. All of us, we have a place. All the animals as a place, a den or a nest. You want to follow me, said Jesus. You have a heart, big problem. <laughs> I have no address. <laughs> Are you ready to follow me? Are you ready to follow me? I have no address. Don't think for a minute that you will have a time to rest somewhere. I have no address, said Jesus. Are you ready to follow me? Are you ready to willingly living like Jesus with no address? Whoa. I think we just lost a big bunch of the crowd here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Jesus will say that to them what I just said to you if many of them will follow him at that point but let's keep reading I have no address I have another scripture 1 Corinthians First Corinthians, the first chapter, it's all about how they are divided among them to follow someone. I want to follow Peter. Cephas. No, 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 no. Uh, me, I will follow Apollos. <laughs> and they make division among them. And Paul took four chapters to write about that subject. So I gave you homework. This week you have to read First Corinthians until you will reach that section here. And Paul is saying this. For it seems to me that God has put us Apostle on display at the end of the procession, like those condemned to die in the arena. There's an awesome picture here. The people who were condemned to do, do at the arena, they make a spectacle, a, a procession to show them these people. 
who are condemned. And Paul said, we are this disciple. We are in that walk. Everyone is watching us. Everyone in our society now, a lot of people want to kill the follower of Jesus by all kinds of things. We have been a spectacle to the whole universe, even to the angel as well as the human being. We are fools for Christ, but you are so wise in Christ. He's talking to men and women who follow Christ here. We are weak, but you are strong. You are honor. We are dishonor. To this very hour, we go hungry and thirsty. We are in rags. We are brutally treated. We are homeless. We don't have an address because we follow Jesus. We are so attracted to have an address on earth. We are so attracted to be something unheard. We are so attracted to succeed. To have a name. To be seen and known from others. We want to be something. And so many of us, we pray, God, that we will be something. I know I was like that too. And I'm fighting to have no address. Well, actually, I have no address right now. I have no home. (laughs) I'm living in the home of someone else. (laughs) Oh, Thank you, Jesus. You are so good. (laughs) But it is so attractive. The philosophy of this world. How many books some of us, we have read about how to be positive. How to be someone who succeeds. How to raise our kid. How to do this. How to do this. How to do that. Because we want to be like others all around us. But to follow Jesus, we have to live like we have no address. Some scripture even say, live like if you have no wife, if you have a wife. No kid, if you have a kid. No mom and dad, if you have mom and dad. Uh, I did not wrote that. 
God did. So in my character, in our character, to follow Jesus, we have to die. The only address that dead people have is the cemetery. And that's not an address. Sometimes it's our time to find them. It is not Jesus who said, if you want to follow me, you have to carry your cross. You have to carry the symbol and the sign that you are dead with Jesus on the cross. And Paul said, if I live, I'm not living. It's Christ living in me. I'm a dead body. Paul said, are you dead? Palm Sunday. The people were rejoicing for the king, but they killed the king. And sometime, without notice, we kill the king because we want to live. Because if you live, well, my logic, okay. English thinking. (laughs) My logic, if I'm dead and Christ is living in me, it means that if I live for me, I just kill Christ again. Is it a good logic? Well, I don't know. But I'd like to think that I want to die so he can live in me. Because if I'm not dying to me and I try to, hey, I'm a man, I know. It's fun to have things in the world. Pastor Bill has lots of things in the world, he rejoices. He makes lots of jokes about them too. <laughs> it's fun to have things. Boat, cars, family, kids. Yes, it is fun. But am I dead to this? Or I'm living for that? Only you can answer that to the Holy Spirit. Because only you know you. So following Christ here, he said, you want to follow me? Not easy. I don't have an address. Are you willing to not having an address on hurt? Great, eh? 59. He said to another man, follow me, but he replied, Lord, first, let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead. But you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. It's funny, he didn't say, follow me. (laughs) Go and proclaim the kingdom. You want to follow Jesus? Proclaim the kingdom. Well, I don't know about that, but that scripture seems that Jesus is not really nice. 
does it mean that, okay, I will not go have a funeral with my precious one? What is meaning? What the meaning of Jesus here? Have something to read to you. Luke chapter 14. Luke chapter 14. Someone received him in his house. And there is a lot of thing going around. And suddenly, verse 15, when one of those at the table with him heard this, what he heard? Well, find it yourself by reading the scripture before. Blessed is the one who will eat at the feast, feast in the kingdom of God. Some was said at the table, Blessed is the one who will have feast in the kingdom of God. Wow. That's a good one, eh? Many of us, we pray to have that feast at the table, eh? (laughs) Someday. And we preach on that too. But Jesus said, A certain man was preparing a great banquet and invite many guests. At the time of the banquet, he sent a servant to tell those who have been invited, come for everything is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. Oh, God is touching every one of us now, especially the men, <laughs> because I'm a man, and uh, my wife and all of me, they know that every time they will try to said something wrong about me, everyone know that I will find an excuse, <laughs> and my son is like me. We said, Simon, oh, well, but <laughs> kill that seed, Simon. I'm killing that one, too. <laughs> keep, keep reading there, here. The first said, okay, the first excuse, I have just bought a field, and I must go and see it. Please excuse me. Another said, I have just bought five yoke of oxen, and I'm on my way to try them out. Please excuse me. Still another said, I just got married. Oh, that's a good one, eh? So I cannot come at the feast. The servant came back and reported this to the master. Then the owner of the house became angry. Oh, God. And he ordered his servant, go out quickly into the street and allays and 
of the town and bring in poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. Sir, their servant said, what you order has been done. But there's still room here for the banquet. Okay, then the master told them to service. Go out on the road and the country lanes and compel them to come in. So that my house will be full. I tell you, not one of those who were invited will get a taste of my banquet. Call is, God is calling us since a long time, each one of us to follow him. We follow him, but so many times we are attracted, distracted by the world, by the address we have and the things we have. That's not a servant of a pleasing man here. I don't please myself too. But I share at the devotional with the pastor this week, last week, last Tuesday, that since a couple of weeks, the Holy Spirit is working in me about where is devoted people where is devoted disciple like we see in the books of Acts every day they were together every day they every time free they have they want to be with brothers and sisters where are those disciples who have no address nothing in for them but everything for others. Where are those people who have no address on this hurt and want to be willing to die and following Jesus Christ? I know I'm one of those who find always excuses to also please me. Well, I preached twice Sunday. So maybe this afternoon I should go relax and have a movie. Well, I did this. I brought someone to the Lord. Oh, so maybe it's time now to have a dinner somewhere. It's okay. But the problem is Eventually, we do nothing in the kingdom except coming Sunday morning. And the major time we have for us, God is giving us time. We take it, everything for us. We work so hard for us. We work so hard to have a good pension. We work so hard 
to raise our family. But we work so little for Jesus. Well, that's the truth, because I'm talking about me. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me. So since a couple of weeks, I said, God, where is the people who are so devoted to you that when they are together, you are there, and we see signs, wonders, miracles, and we are in ha. We want to see God doing tough. You want to see God doing miracles and wonders? Are we devoted to follow Him? If you spoil your kids, the, the Bible said that mom will be ashamed of them. How they react. Do you want God want to spoil us by giving blessing without following and ready to pay the price? Blessing us to bless my address instead of blessing me to bless the kingdom? That's a different. We call blessing for us to bless my address, my living. Are we calling blessing to me to bless others? To bless God and kingdom and to serve them. Are you ready to be millionaire and keep only $50,000 for you and the rest for others? Are you willing to follow Jesus? This morning, Palm Sunday, where we celebrate the entrance of the king. Are you ready to follow the king? Luke nine sixty one. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, No one who puts a hand to the plow and look back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. Jesus love me. God love me. But you know what I'm praying now? I want to see again God do we have fear of God? Go back in books of Acts chapter 5. A small lie. Two people, two people fall dead. And a great fear came upon everyone in the church. And everyone who heard what happened? Well, you should say praise the Lord. Because if he, today, 
He would like to release the spirit to do the same thing. How many of us will be on the, on the floor? That's the reality, who we are. We are men and women trapped in this world. And Jesus prayed in John 17, I pray, Father, not to bring them out of the world, but keep them from the world. Do you think God is not willing with his heartbeat to help you about all these traps? Do you think God is not willing to send you the Holy Spirit so you can have victory? On all our situation, distraction, wasting time for us instead of giving everything we are in the kingdom. Jesus said the parable. If the seed that was about himself do not die, it will not bring fruit. Jesus, in a week, in our calendar, we will remember that he was a seed and he died for us. Are we ready to die to us for him? so we can bear fruit? Well, you are free, eh? You are really free. I don't force you to die. I don't force you to follow Jesus. Remember, Jesus said, many of them were living. Remember that? He did not say a word to them. He let them go. You want to leave? Go. You don't want to follow me? You are free. So he turned to his disciple close to him. You want to leave me? Where can I go? Where can we go? I would like to add that in the scripture with the permission of the Holy Spirit. We have no address. <laughs> You have the eternal life, and that's what we want. We will follow you. And Peter said many times, I will die for you. <laughs> and he has our time to die for him. But Jesus loved him, and he prays for him. And he said, the devil wants to cripple you. Cripple. He wants to attack you. He has his machine gun. But I am praying for you that you will rise up in victory. That's the heartbeat of our God. Because just before the scripture we just read, if you go the chapter before, it's a story about when he sent the disciple 
in the village of Samaria. But the village said, no, 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 we don't want Jesus here, we don't want you here. And these disciples, especially the one, the disciple of love, John, <laughs> he came to Jesus, Jesus, let's bring the fire down and burn the city. The disciple of love. What Jesus said, I'm not here to judge and to punish. I'm here to save. This morning, he has exactly the same heartbeat of us. He do not want us to die. He do not want us to be far from him. He do not want us to be trapped in this world. So that's why he gave me that message, follow me. Are you ready to follow Jesus? Are you ready to pay the price? Are you ready to tie? Are you really ready to make him God and Lord of your life before your spouse, your kid, your work, your big project, your things, and even your own address. Are you ready to be a fox or a bird? <laughs> mm. Hallelujah. The Word of God and the love of God is giving discipline to us. And this morning, I'm really in love with each one of you because I felt the love of Jesus for you. So I do the work of an evangelist. Oh, an evangelist should preach the salvation. Uh, no. <laughs> Go read what Paul said about Timothy. Do the work of evangelist. Censure. <laughs> Correct. Discipline. <laughs> so I'm doing the work of the evangelist here. I bring the true gospel. Galatian. Paul said, How come so easy you have been distracted and turned to another gospel? But in reality, there is no another gospel. But how come you listen to other preachers twisting you about the true gospel? Don't believe any preacher who preach, even not myself. Don't believe in me. Believe in him. He is the Lord. First John, the apostle said, you don't need any teacher. Because the one who lives in you, you are anointed. And you have him to teach you everything. So you just need me as a parrot. A parroquet. 
I just repeat the gospel. <laughs> I'm not teaching some new things. First king. Because Jesus said, you cannot start work and leave that there and go back because I don't need that kind of servant, <laughs> right? I'm rephrasing it. It brought me in First King when Elijah has been told by God to find Elisha. <laughs> Elijah went from there and found Elisha, son of Shaphat. He was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen, and him himself was driving the twelfth pair. Elijah went up to him and threw his cloth around him. Elisha then left his hoaxen and ran after Elijah. Let me kiss my father and mother goodbye, <laughs> he said, and then I will come to you. Elijah answered, go back. What I have done to you? It's not exactly the same thing that Jesus said. He was not working yet for the kingdom. He has been called by the prophet. We have all been called by the Son of God Himself. What will be the response? Let, let's look what Elisha said. So Elisha left him and went back. Nothing is mentioned about kissing mom and dad here, okay? Probably, I don't know. He took his yoke of oxen and slaughtered them. Wow. And on top of that, you know what he did? He burned the plowing equipment to cook the meat. He makes sure that nothing will be left, so he has a tendency to go back at that work. He burned everything. Offer to God, and he took the meat and he fed the poor in the city. And he ran to Elijah and served him. That's the kind of call we have. Son of God Himself has chosen each one of us. But we forgot something. We did not slaughter and burn what we had. So we follow God, but we play with everything we had. So spiritually, you have a work and homework to do when you go back home. Burn everything. <laughs> spiritually. Otherwise, the firemen will have lots of work. I am astonished. The great apostle was astonished how quickly 
we turn from the true gospel. Hallelujah, praise God. I will not be able to burn everything. I need help. I need the Holy Spirit in me. Why do you think God gave a promise? Wait, the Holy Spirit. By the teaching of Jesus in the Gospel of John, he gave us exactly everything the Holy Spirit has the task to do with us. Are you waiting? Are you seeking? Are you searching? Are you a, a desire inside of you, a heartbeat that I should die to me and I need the Holy Spirit to help me? I need to be filled. It's awesome because Pastor Bill and I, we are since a couple of weeks working together about the filling of the Spirit. And Jesus said that the one who will be receiving the Holy Spirit, water, a river will come out. That's water. Ezekiel, walking in the water. It's water. And it's representing when we are emerged in the water. Now, Friday, we will have people who will testify. They are dead with Jesus and rose again with Jesus. They are dead. Now, I want to remind you that everyone who has been baptized, you declare that you are dead. So stop living. For you. Live for him. So the same thing, when we, be, we will be filled with the Holy Spirit, that water, that's why John the Baptist said, Jesus would baptize you. That kind of water will help us to be dead. You cannot live under the water. So spiritually, you will position as a dead one for your flesh, and a living one for God. Because you will live by the Spirit and not by the flesh. How many scriptures talk about that? So you need to be spiritually dead by asking God, I will not move another step if you are not feeling me. Are you ready for that? For three days... When the first time I heard that in 1983, I said, God, I need that. And three days after, I'm a new Christian. I know nothing. Someone spoke in tongue and he gave the interpretation, which is biblical, right? And he said, there is someone here who is praying since three days to be filled by the Spirit. 
good news for you. I am. Since that. But I'm telling the truth. If I'm not praying to be filled every week, I will fall in my flesh. I witness that to you. I fall in my flesh many times. It's not just one time experience. It's a living experience. Filled by the Holy Spirit. Teach me. Take me. Kill me. Bring me. Show me. Do everything because I need you. I don't even know how to pray. Help me. Jesus said, follow me. Are you ready to follow him? Father, we pray. Every one of us here, we notice that we fall short about your principle, how to follow you. So we pray all together. Just impossible to do it without you. You said, Jesus, that without me, I cannot do nothing. So this morning, I'm giving my word to you. I will follow you, but I need you. Fill me. Give me that devotional heart to follow you. Give me that awesome heart to worship you first and put everything around me second. Time is short. The feast is coming. And every one of us, we are invited to the feast. Please, don't find any excuses. Answer the Lord's call and the heartbeat of God. Worship. I need you now. Come, if you can. Thank <laughs> you.